to another edition of Let's Talk Ghosts. And today, maybe something that you're familiar with, and we were sort of familiar, but not overly. Today we found the Paranormal Files with Colin Brown is his name. And the episode that we chose to watch, because there's several of them, um, is it's called The Demon Caught on Camera at the Conjuring House. Mm -hmm. Now, this is in two parts, part one and two. And we did watch both of them because, first of all, The Conjuring House is something that I'm very interested in. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see their take on it, his take on it. Now, we decided to find this fellow. We knew that he was out there on YouTube because, I mean, we've seen the videos pop up and stuff. But we did see him in a couple of episodes on other people's shows where they've done cross investigations. Yeah. Yeah. And you said the one that, that you remember was with... Um, uh, the Groff. The Groff Adventures, but it, was, it wasn't it was an actual Groff adventure. Yeah. It was on their channel. Right. And then we also saw him in just the other the other day when we were um, reviewing Amy's Crypt again. Right. And they were doing a cross-investigation with him and another team, I forget right yeah. now. So we decided to go find this guy specifically. First off, I just want to say there was no beginning credits. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, he actually, though, uh, made it very clear what he was doing, you know, with the the words on the screen. So it was pretty clear what was going going right. on. During that time, he also put up his his uh, Instagram tag and stuff so that we knew his name. Uh, I guess that's, that's sufficient. At least you know yeah. who he is. Yeah. But the thing that I found the most troublesome was the background music or sound yeah, effects. Yeah. So loud. So loud. You couldn't hear him doing his intro speech or whatever yeah. he was saying. I mean, you could sort of hear it. But it was it much was, quieter. It got better. As but it was very quiet. You could hardly hear it. Yeah. And he was speaking very fast. Yeah. So I almost wanted to slow it down to hear it properly, but then, it, you know, you got to fix it later, and I hate doing that. And then while he was, they showed later while they were driving, like that whole, the sound effects, the background sound effects were loud the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Stuff was going on that you wanted to hear, and I found that troublesome. So, Colin, if you're listening, um, now I bear enough that this was from two years ago, so maybe he's figured that out by now, but lower the volume on the background sound effects when you have speech that you want people to hear. So as they're, they're driving to the site, him and his friend, Chris, um, they're, they're driving. And my, my first fear was he was going to be taking Andrea Perrin's stories as gospel. And we all know if you've listened to any of our stuff about the conjuring house, how I feel about that. Uh, I believe in actually actual history, not just stories and myth. Um, if you're going to say that these things happen, make sure that you're correct. Um, so I have a real issue with that. Anyway, distracting, distracting, distracting with that whole background stuff. They had a very, very good interview yeah. with the then current owners um, who are Jennifer and Corey Hazen. Hazen? Yeah. That's her last name, Hazen. Um, they don't own it anymore. It was yeah. sold last year. But those two 
lived in the house. And they, they, this was the first time I've seen a really good interview with them. Um, usually it's just little clips here and there that they're showing. And these people actually, first time I've heard them admit, this is the reason they purchased the house, uh, was for the, the history of it and the fact that it was haunted. Yeah. So that was, that was the first time I'd ever heard that, and I was really glad to hear that. Because otherwise, it's like, why are you buying this place if yeah. it's on it and you're scared of it? But they weren't scared. No. So that was good. They did, uh, they did a lot of basically debunking the this, this stuff that yeah. Andrea Perrin said was true. Yeah. Um, one of the things was in um, the bedroom for Carolyn and Roger, the parents, uh, when she woke up and saw this old hag, he said that the way it was described, this old haggish woman with kind of branches for arms, he felt it was an elemental, not an old hag, not Bathsheba. <laughs> Everything has to be Bathsheba as far as Andrea is concerned. But anyway, so he figured that there's a lot of ele elemental stuff. And he said there's a lot of layers around that area. So he also said that, and I, I quote, there's nothing evil here. Yeah. So, we do know that this place had had several exorcisms and cleansings. Maybe they got rid of whatever was negative. I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah. That's a possibility. Um, but he also said, you know, you have to realize that all the stories are not fact. And he said, there are only three actual deaths happened at the house. Yeah. Instead of the, the many that they keep talking about. Two uh, were like men outside that died of exposure in the wintertime. Right. And one was a, a boy somewhere between 8 and 12 years old. He figures 12, but there's, there's conflicting reports. Yeah. And he died after drinking horse, horse liniment. Yeah. yeah, so he died. So the first episode, basically part one, was the history of this yeah, this house walk through the house yeah and i thought it was a decent walk through. i mean we didn't see everything he just showed yeah. us the rooms yeah. that were the most active yeah. went in the basement showed the basement and the well which he said it's not that deep no not that deep and he said that water is safe to drink he just potable it's, it's potable water but he said he doesn't feel that um, the town has said that they probably shouldn't because sometimes with runoff there's pesticides and stuff in the water, so maybe not a good idea. Yeah. That was interesting because we've heard such stories of, like, every house that has bad energy has a well with yeah. gunky stuff. Yeah. Like the Blackwell Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to our episode on the Blackwell Ghost, you got to. It's still it's a really good one. Yeah. So it was really interesting. He said that the only time anybody ever really has any encounters in the basement is if if it's a man and he's around the uh, furnace. the furnace area and it's not a scary thing it's more like a soothing stroking yeah. i guess touch if you, you. Let, me, let me touch it baby <laughs> <laughs> so so that was interesting to hear this this guy's take on it because we've heard so much negativity yeah. about this house and it, and it's good that the truth finally came out. Oh my God! Yes, and I'm so pleased with Colin for for bringing this yeah. out. And another thing that I gotta like about Colin mm -hmm. is when he dropped his thing, he stopped the video. But that's in part two. I we haven't got there yet. 
<laughs> so part two is when they actually get to the big part of the investigating. So these are like, excuse me, half hour episodes. And uh, so they're really not hard to watch. They're, they're nice and quick and snappy. Part two starts out with them both in the basement. He and Chris are both in the basement. And then she leaves to go upstairs to the third floor, I think it was, yeah, um, to see what she could do. And he was going to stay down there and see if he can get touched. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> see if he can get touched hmm, in that nice, soft, soothing way. Hmm. <laughs> He's actually, you can see his sense of humor creep out from time to time because at one point across the the bottom of the screen, he puts this ticker up that says, you know, how how evil do I look now or something like that. And how creepy, how creepy do I look right now? Yeah. And it's because, you know, when you've got night vision cameras on, light reflects, you know, for like your eyes, they look funky. Yeah. And so he's looking kind of evil-like. And yeah. It's kind of funny. I laughed when I saw that. So one of the, the really interesting things was, like you were saying, they're in this one room, and it's a room where Corey had said, it's common to get dizzy or to lose yeah. track of time, time, to to lose your body space, you know, you don't know where you, you are kind of you thing. You feel like you're being invaded. Yeah, your space is being invaded. Yeah. You just kind of yeah. lose your, your sense of spatial yeah. uh, self. Anyway, and, and something happens to him. Yeah. He gets very confused and and dizzy, and he drops his camera. And, yeah. and yes, that's when... You said that yeah, he, he then, stopped the and video. He stopped the video and explained how he does his work. If he he doesn't put out everything that that he captures or doesn't yeah, capture, or doesn't capture, he needs debunks a lot. He says that he is a skeptic, yeah. always debunking, and that that speaks to me because I feel like that's the way yeah. I am. Yeah. I don't want to believe everything is a ghost just because I want so badly yeah. to have those re- those experiences. Yeah. I want to make sure that's what they are. So debunk, debunk, debunk. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. And so yeah, I... I when in doubt, throw it out. When in doubt, throw it out. Yeah, I, I was really pleased to hear that style and of... And he stopped the video. Yeah, he <laughs> did. And he inserted this little clip where he's explaining what happened and how he felt. Yeah. And then he showed different angles from his camera, from Chris's camera, just kind of yeah. what happened. And he really was out to lunch. Yeah. Like, he really... Uh, could have been a scary moment. Yeah. You know. So it was it was definitely interesting. Yeah. But I do like that he, he explained all of that the way he yeah. did. Yeah. He was really affected in that room. Yeah. Really affected in that room. And then he said at that point, uh, after that happened, he just didn't feel like filming anymore. Well, I guess he... Yeah. I mean, he could have taken a break and gone back to it, but obviously it affected, it affected him, him a lot. So he was probably just not feeling up to it. Now, I don't know if that meant that she stopped filming. No, she continued. Yeah, because she has her own YouTube channel, yeah. and we're going to have to go find yeah. that one sometime yeah. and see what happened. The rest of it, because he did say that, yeah. that hers has a bit more in-depth in-depth stuff. So, yeah. Then they showed the next day when they'd gotten up, he looked <laughs> he looked like he's in his 70s disco gear. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was kind of funny. So, yeah, I was really, really impressed with Paranormal Files. We decided to subscribe to it. Yeah. 
and we're probably going to watch some. Obviously, we're going to watch some. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll probably watch some newer stuff. Yeah. Um, in the next little while, and just kind of update, see how we if we've changed our opinion, if it how the the program changes because this one was two years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so the second thing that we saw that we thought we would take a look at was something from a group called Ghost Theory. Now, this one, the one that we chose, was called Haunted Abandoned Doll House, Doll's House with Everything Left. Um, first of all, I, I I don't know why it, Haunted Abandoned Doll's House. It wasn't a doll's house. It was a house that had some dolls in it. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's all that abandoned. No. Um, <laughs> so they, to me, they're supposedly doing a ghost investigation, but it seems to me they're more urban exploring yeah. than anything. Yeah. And then they tie in a ghost investigation. Yeah. So they found this abandoned house that looks like it's in the woods or something. And it has been um, left alone for a while. The front door is off of its hinges, and there's a lot of growth, so they couldn't get through the front door. So what did they do? They broke in through another door or window or something. And right then and there tells me that's that's the wrong thing to do. You don't break into somebody's home. So they get inside, and it, it kind of looks like, oh, my God, maybe it has been abandoned. There's debris everywhere all over the place. But on closer inspection, there's no dust, no cobwebs. Um, as they're moving through, it, it to me, it looks like the house of a hoarder. Yeah. And then they discover uh, a little section where obviously some homeless person has been staying recently. There's, yeah. an, uh, there's a bed that's sort of unmade, and it's fairly fresh. Yeah. There's, imp- like, open or, or uh, beer cans that haven't even been popped yet around it. There's yeah. an area in the kitchen where this person's been eating. Yeah. So... Right then and there, I would have walked out because yeah. you don't know what that person is capable of if they're cornered. Yeah. You don't know what kind of mental health issues they might have. You don't know if they're violent. You don't know if it's an escaped prisoner who doesn't want to go back to jail. You just don't know. Yeah. And I think it was stupid of them to stick around. Yeah. So that being said, they continue around looking at um, at this house and they go upstairs, and lo and behold, there's a room that has electricity. So there's electricity that still works, and the taps are dripping, which means there's plumbing. Yeah. So somebody's paying for this. Yeah. Because you don't just leave lights on, yeah. and, and I mean, that's expensive to keep on. So, yeah. But, you know, the thing that I, I gets me the most is there's clothes and things, you know, racks of stuff. They showed bookshelves that clearly have no dust no dust so has this place been alone that much they break in a few times to talk about you know little clips kind of like the the big shows do and they said that they did do um, a little bit of a dive afterwards to about this house and supposedly it's some trans activist (laughs) who used to live there and he's a, a she Trans, trans man with prostate. With prostate, so yeah, that's what the, the the thing is. It's about trans trans women with prostate cancer. That's yeah. it. It confuses the shit out of me. How can you be a woman with a prostate? But anyway, that's a whole other issue. Um, and so the last 
a bit of anything they saw coming from that person um, stopped eight years ago. So they're wondering if that person passed away eight years ago. Now there is a bed, it looked kind of like could have been a hospital bed in the downstairs area. Mm. I mean, it's possible this person got sick and died. Um, there's, you can see medical equipment, uh, those kind of uh, commode chair things that sit over top of a toilet with handrails so that you can get up and down. That kind of stuff for people with mobility issues. I see them all the time in the nursing homes. We use them all the time. And, and lots of stuff like that. Lots of oh, just the debris everywhere. You almost wonder if family has started to clear stuff out. And that's why you find a bunch of stuff in all these rooms. Or maybe, maybe it was a hoarder. Yeah. Hard to know. But there's electricity and there's water, running water. Mm. So it's not completely abandoned. And yeah. they had no business being inside yeah. that building. But they decide to go ahead and do some investigation. Yeah. Um, I don't know what in their brain made them think that it was allowed to do, but they did anyway and didn't catch a darn thing. What yeah. they did catch was a rat, rat. Yeah. on camera making probably the noises they thought they were getting yeah. noises from. Yeah. And that would creep me out. I've been out of that door so freaking fast. I don't want to yeah. be in a house where there's a rat. Ooh. Yeah. Not only they got a homeless person, but they got a rat. Yeah. Scary. So... <laughs> I just don't know what to say about this one. I really no, don't. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if, if yeah, I don't have a lot of respect for people who do not respect other people's property. Yeah. Yes, it seemed abandoned, but the first sign of somebody living there, they should have been out the door. Yeah. And to me, the first sign was the lights. Yeah, and and the plate with with food on it, still yeah. fresh food. Yeah. Yeah, you know, someone's living there. Whether you want to want it or not, I mean, yeah. it's you, and you can't break into somebody's place just yeah. because you want to investigate it, yeah. even if it was um, a, an old abandoned house. If the doors are locked and you break in, that's trespassing, and they were obviously trespassing, stepping on stuff, breaking shit. Yeah. You know, I I don't think that was right. So Here, here's not what to do. Yeah, this is what not to do for a ghost investigation, folks. Do not trespass. And honestly, somebody's living there. Get out. Yeah. It's not your place to do that. Yeah. You know, and for your own safety. Yeah. You don't know what that person could have been capable of. So for this particular episode, if you want to see what not to do, watch it. Watch it. I don't know if I'll watch something from these folks no. again just because I don't like their ethics. So I, I may I may give them another shot sometime down the road, but not right now. I'm I'm just so unimpressed yeah. Yeah. with this one. In fact, halfway in, I wanted to turn it off yeah. because I just felt it was wrong. Yeah. So sorry, guys, if you're listening to this. Um, definitely not what not to do. What not to do. Yes. Anyway, that is our edition. Uh, although you know we are a little bit short on time this time. Sorry about that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what else to say about this last one. Don't do it. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it yeah. at all. First one I liked very much, um, The Paranormal Files. I can't look, wait to um, yeah. to see something else to see if we we find more. I'm sure we do. We'll find more that we like. We sort of liked his, his whole ethics about yeah. debunking and being skeptical and not believing everything that you hear. Yeah. Um, and giving us an honest investigation yeah. of the, the Condren House. Yeah. I, I really, truly appreciated that. Yes. I, I did appreciate that. But ghost theory? Mm, no. No, not so much. No. 
Uh, I will put links again into the bottom of this, as I've done before. Feel free to check them out. It might be something that you like. If you like urban exploring, that might be the thing. But again, I don't know if that's the way they always conduct business. Don't know if I care to find out. No. So take care, everybody. Have a yeah. good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. Happy ending. And happy haunting. Bye now.